Attitude Era was fucking bonkers, bro. Lots of blood, drugs, sex, rock and roll, like just, just, yeah, sexual energy. Fucking a lot of frat boy coke energy was the 90s, you know what I mean? Mm, so that was the Attitude Era, is the 90s. Fuck yeah, dude, it's the fucking Attitude Era, bro. Fucking Stone Cold, I hate my boss, bro. Fucking stun my boss, dude. Fucking straight up. Yo, I fucking think about it every night, bro. <laughs> fuck yeah, fuck my boss, dude. Fucking stunned him, bro. I had a dream last night, dude. I fucking stunned my boss, bro. Fucking three times, dude. Broke his fucking neck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's the mushrooms. I'm, I'm, I don't know what you just did, but all right. You just. <laughs> This is a weird episode, isn't it, folks? If this is your first episode, might be your last, or you might have just bought in right now. Like, what are these niggas going to do? <laughs> They're going to get kicked off the internet. That's what. No, we're not. <laughs> what's going on beautiful people this is black zeus the podcast season four episode 11 i am zeus you are the beautiful people in the corner of the room with the computer in front of his face the man the myth the legend the machine the shoe the the, the garment the the hat that's that's another form of garment uh the the swimmer the olympic athlete the, <laughs> the taxi driver the the world renowned video game number 1 at world of warcraft live only live though online he flops also owns a rare quarter Dante, everybody! <laughs> Dude, I'm surprised you remember all those things. <laughs> Yo, that wasn't even all the things, bro. There's still more. What's going on, bro? How you living? You know me, I'm blessed and highly favored. There we go. That's all I needed. Now the podcast can end. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been... <laughs> uh, yo, I got... Uh, I'll talk about all of it in a second, but quick shout outs to this. I got a big weed nug that's a cushion. It's a cushion. It's straight up. I was waiting for you to get there. <laughs> it is literally uh, made by uh, The Cushion. Oh. I'll give him I'll give him a plug real quick. <laughs> the Cushion on uh, social media. Cushion spelled obviously Kush. K-U-S-H-I-O-N. This is... Uh, I I was a millionaire. A, this is actually a, a strain of weed, and it tells you the strain of weed on the tag. So this is wedding cake. I got it at a show recently, and then I just, you know, I just put it on the couch. And now I'm playing with weed. Now I'm playing with weed and some cushion. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I forgot that I'm the only one that took those microdose mushroom cubes. 
I guess this makes sense for the rest of the podcast. I turn into some white band from the fucking 2000s. What is that? Creed or something? <laughs> Yo, you're going to have to save this podcast, bro. <laughs> uh, I hope everybody's doing all right. Fuck yeah, bro. I'm wearing my weed hat. It says respect the plant. Do you respect the plant, Dante? Always. All right, because we were about to fight, bro. Always. Just making sure you respect the plant. Uh, 420 just passed. I don't know. Do people still celebrate that shit? I celebrate it. Really? Yeah. You like call, do you text people? Like, no, people text me. Still. It's my birthday. Well, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> yo, that was a good, that was a good look into your soul. I did wish you a happy birthday, you did. though. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize your birthday is on 420. Yo, what? I didn't even realize I wish you happy. Did I wish you happy you birthday did. on your birthday? Just after. Well, like, he was probably happy. like the day after? Like at like after midnight or something. I don't know. After midnight. What is it? You Cinderella, my nigga? What the fuck is it? No, but you it messaged been... me after no, midnight. It... I, no, I know what you're saying. Technically, like, I'm, I know what you're saying, but, but I'm, was, of, I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Cool. You're the lovable guy, and I'm the guy that beats on you verbally. And then, you know, that'll make people love you as a character and hate me. I'm the heel, bro. Just let me be the heel. <laughs> <laughs> Should I play your theme music? <laughs> no, don't, because I got copyright stricken on that. <laughs> you did? On that last fucking. Yo, not only did. Okay. You know what we got stricken for? What? Just playing the video. So we can't play shit. You know why, though? Because it was like, oh, uh, the Adesanya video got stricken. Really? So that episode. Oh, yeah, you were saying. Because, uh, yo, the, like, we did an episode recently titled Stylebender. Obviously, it was after Adesanya uh, well, regained his uh, title. Yep. Um, but at the beginning of the episode, I actually spliced in. And if you listen to the audio on any of the audio streams of the podcast, you still hear it because I didn't yeah. edit that out. Mm -hmm. I played his speech. Yeah. It was like, uh, I wish everybody can experience this level of happiness just once in their life. But in order to do that, you have to fucking go for something. It's a great speech. Look it up if you haven't heard it. Even if you're not into MMA or fighting or any of that shit. Phenomenally fucking inspirational speech. Yeah. Even yo, know, even him talking about, I just wish you could feel this energy for once in your life as you rise, as you feel this energy as you begin to rise. Like, bro, mm, the way he's talking very specifically <laughs> is like, I, I know what you're talking about, sir. Yeah. Talking about that dark night rises. <laughs> <laughs> Baphomet. These diatribe niggas. Yo, as, yo, speaking of Adesanya again, that nigga knows his hand mudras, eh? Yeah, he does. Like, that nigga just before a fight just be going like this. I'm like, he just channeled eight different things. Yeah. Um, What was I talking about? That's that mushroom cap. It wasn't even a cap. It was like, bro, it's a microdose, so it shouldn't. I'm... The speech? Yeah. You're talking about that, but before you're talking about the pillow. That's it, bro. You took it right back to the beginning. <laughs> Welcome to Black Suits Podcast, Season 4, Episode 11. This is a cushion. Dante in the corner. Dante owns a shoe, a quarter collection, and hats. Uh, those are three of the things I remember I said about you. But yeah, so... I don't remember what the fuck we were talking about, bro. It's gone, bro. Yo, it's gone, bro. I didn't take my lion's mane today. 
I didn't take my lines. I already did the music shit. You don't remember what we were just talking about? As soon as you switched, it. it... <laughs> I lost it right what there. Was that live? What the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> um, you know, if you stick a, if you stick around for a bit, oh, you'll that feeling. You have to risk, right? All oh, the copyright. Yes. Wait, that's what we're ladies and about? gentlemen. This moment has been brought to you by weed and. Possibly microdose mushrooms. Yes, we were talking about why we got copyright yes. stricken. Yep. I played the Adesanya yes, fucking okay, thing. My yeah, God, yo, yeah. dap me on that one, bro. Thank you, because you would I would have just been stuck in limbo, like fucking Inception up in this bitch, and then I would have been all the Japanese man waiting for Leonardo DiCaprio to come save me. Nah, I don't need him to save me. That's crazy what I just said. I saved myself. Anyways, before <laughs> I lose the point, no, no, yeah, yo, before I lose the point again. So the first copyright strike was for the Adesanya thing. Yeah. And then I don't know if it was the same episode. It was the same episode uh, because I came in with the Eddie Guerrero music and all that shit. Uh, and uh, we played like, remember we were talking yeah, over yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought because we were talking over it, we could play the but Eddie it, Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio Halloween Havoc match. Oh, but because the audio Just was so... The f no, the audio wasn't even... We muted the audio on yeah. the mat. Oh, no, we didn't actually. But even still, it was... It might have been the audio. Hmm. It was super low, but... Yeah. Either way... I fucking, I had to get rid of that. Mm. Then it was still copyright strike. <laughs> and then I had to get rid of the interview or, or like the post-fight interview clip, speech yeah. thing. And then by the end of it, it was no episode. <laughs> so so we just won't play things. Yeah. Um, Or we'll be strategic about what we do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Probably not the, whole not the smartest thing. They just <laughs> Yeah, like especially like a WWE official fucking page video and stuff. I'm sure there's probably like some digital watermarks on those videos so that if you screen record them mm. and you re-upload them, like it may be automatically Maybe. detects. And if that doesn't exist already, they, they're scanning this episode as we upload it. So <laughs> yeah. you're welcome, Google. Can I get some copy? Like, can I get some AdSense now or something? You know what I mean? Help, help a nigga out. Trying to boost my podcast ratings. Shout outs to the new subscribers, by the way. The the yo, slow and steady wins the race, my my guy. So um, or my girl, you know, or my fluid. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> my nigga. Whatever you are, be my you. Niggas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout outs to you for uh, for joining the crew. You are the beautiful people of this podcast. Uh, the channel's got new uh, new things up and coming. So just make sure you hit that subscribe button, that notification bell, all that good stuff. Uh, but yeah, so 420 did just pass, which was your birthday. So first of all, happy birthday, <laughs> officially on the podcast, belated. Appreciate you an old it. man, you feel old? No, I feel young as hell. All right, that's good, mentally, because <laughs> like age is nothing but a number anyways. Yeah. Uh, did you do anything to celebrate? So like, first of all, your birthday's on 420. Yeah. So growing up, being a weed smoker, I when did you I start? I didn't grow up smoking weed. Then never mind on all this fucking shit. But I did get it a lot. But even though you didn't smoke, yeah. those people are jerks, bro. Yeah, well, they would give you weed like, knowing what? you didn't smoke weed. No, they just assumed that I smoked weed. Oh, because okay. I was black. Like, was it the wow? So <laughs> that, yeah, so those people are jerks, bro. I stand by my statement. Uh, this was high school times. When did you start smoking weed? How old are you? If you say past twenty five, I'll be super. Amazed. No, no, no. It was before that. Probably like twenties. Yeah, I've never met anybody, like at least Western, um, that. Didn't start smoking weed before the age of 25. And I say 25 specifically because that's when your brain yeah. is like fully formed and developed. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I've just never met anybody who hasn't. 
And I always think about that now. I'm like, I wish, you know what? I probably would have waited. But the and I think me and you were talking about I was talking to somebody about this, but I would have waited on weed. Yes. I would not have waited on like psychedelics. Yeah. I probably would have been doing my and then I probably would have never even been smoking weed or maybe just a little bit. Yeah. But I probably would have like if I really understood what psychedelics were, or Mm -hmm. even just mushrooms, bro, some adaptogenics and shit. The one led you to the other. It's a gateway drug. Marijuana <laughs> is a gateway drug. I should turn my hat around. That's so rude. You guys can't see my face. Uh, there you go. There's my face, everybody. All right. <laughs> uh, I did some 420 shows. Uh, one of them is where I got this. The first one, though, actually on 420, um, like the other one was 420 adjacent. Mm. <laughs> but, 420 adjacent. <laughs> but actually 420 on 420 weekend. at... Um, <laughs> Uh, dispensary, illegal dispensary, and they have like a really fucking cool, like underground area. Okay. It's like a arts and and entertainment space that Sweet. they set up. Uh, it's called Civilian. So if you're ever in oh, Toronto, I know. Check that. out Civilian House. Um, Civilian House is the actual like art space underneath. They do events out of there all the time. Uh, shout outs to to Mish and Keith Pedro, uh, who put who put on the fucking fire show. The lineup is crazy. I think. Um, uh, this dude from LA ended up popping up. I think his name was CP. He was he was pretty good. Um, yeah, bro. It just it, it was a haze. It really. Th- I even brought it up on stage. I was talking to the crowd about it because it was like a throwback. Like everybody was just um, just smoking, having a good time during a comedy show, which is how I started comedy, which is unique as fuck. I've already talked about it on the podcast before, but like in the Toronto comedy scene when I started twelve years ago. For at least half of my career, there was uh, a weed scene, and there was like four to six at, at any given time, four to six different vape lounges that would actively be running, and they all had comedy shows. And essentially, a vape lounge is just a bar for for weed heads. So, and they don't sell weed; you bring your own weed. But like they they rent like vape uh, like vaporizers and bongs and all this shit and. And you could bring your PlayStation and hook them up to the TVs and they would do live events and they would do the comedy. Bro, coming up in a weed room is all like one of the pillars of strength for me on stage. Because I just, like again, we I don't want to go too heavy into it because I already have, but <laughs> making a room full of stoners laugh out loud is a hard thing. Because stoners will laugh like this. <laughs> but to make a room full of stoners go like, ah! like bro that takes a lot yeah especially when they're just crushing vape bags like volcano (laughs) volcano (sighs) volcano bags full into their face and you're just watching this so imagine like if you're not a strong comic which i wasn't very much at the time you know what i mean but i had a sense of self at least and i had confidence that's what got me through a lot of the horse shit but those weed rooms are 100 like a core pillar of why I'm I'm so comfortable on stage, bro. People still to this day like are weirded out by how comfortable I, I appear to be on that stage. And it's not an appearance, bro. It's just it is supreme comfort. Yeah. Um so yeah, shout outs to that. I was very happy to do that. Smoke weed, fucking tell jokes. I look at this pillow, dog. It's a big weed nug full of synthetic fibers that I can see sticking out now. Probably shouldn't <laughs> be hugging the fuck out of this. Um and then the other one I did was Fanibus. Now, uh, Fanibus was in Hamilton, Ontario, uh, run by Ben Rispin and his crew. So shout-outs to them. 
first uh, like first year running so the first annual i think they're they're trying to run this back it was like a mixture of uh a weed industry event and um a film industry event okay so like it combined the two worlds and they like built a bunch of set it was at the hamilton film studios so it was literally on like uh film sets and shit mm -hmm. like, and they built like sets like stages and in, in different areas of the big warehouse and shit but in the corner of the room your boy zeus walks into the room and what the fuck do i see which ends up being my stage a big ass wrestling ring dog <laughs> so the night before i wasn't at the event because i had another show prior um i think that actually was the 420 show and then i show up but apparently they had like live wrestling and shit and obviously the stage, like, they weren't going to tear down the ring. Mm -hmm. I think they also had a band playing later uh, after the comedy stuff. So they were going to play in the in the ring. So I find out that I'm getting to perform comedy in a fucking wrestling ring. And if you watch that Adesanya video, like, you already, <laughs> I'm your papi, orale, let's go, viva la raza. Uh, I only talk about Eddie, but Eddie is the GOAT to me, bro. But, like, Chris Jericho, let's go. Oh, uh, uh, wait, what is it? Uh, Raw is Jericho. What is another one? Can you dig it, sucker? That's actually pretty fucking good. Do you I, know who that was? You bitch ass nigga. That was Booker T. Do you know any wrestlers? It's true. It's damn true. Who's that? The current angle. <gasps> your soul. Okay, that's. I will take your soul. Undertaker. Undertaker. All right, you got one. <laughs> Time to play the game. It's, is that the, the, the game? Guy? The game? Nothing? No. Triple H. That's Triple H. Uh, is that but, this guy? Yeah, DX okay. Crotch Chop okay. guy. That's one of the guys. It's okay. a faction, but I'll give it to you. Okay. Do you know the other guy from that? <laughs> <laughs> is it the RKO guy? No, no. that's okay. that's the newer guy. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> that's Shawn Michaels, HBK, the heartbreak kid. Do, 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 do. Ah! Uh, you know this one. Wait, I don't want to give you the most obvious one. <laughs> okay. Do I like pie? Yeah, I like pie. I like poontang pie. Who likes poontang pie? Who would like poontang pie? I can't give you anything else because it would dead give it away. That's like the most... And even then, if you like, if you knew anything about wrestling, you know who I'm talking no about. Idea. It's The Rock. If you smell, he would talk about poontang pie, which is obviously pussy. I, this nigga was talking about eating pussy I all the time. No, I, the Rock didn't even come to my mind. The Rock is a genius at sexual innuendo backstage. Fucking just, he would always be like, he, Lillian Garcia was like one of their announcers, but okay. she would like cut backstage interviews and shit, and he would always like flirt with her on on mic and shit, and he would like start patting his legs like. Whoa, Oh, Junior. Oh, oh. And like, so, bro, like straight up, like grabbing his thigh and shit. I'm like, this, I'm, I'm 13, Jeez. dog. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'm 13. So I like, you know, it's all the sexy raunchy shit, but I'm, I'm sure that there were little kids watching it. Yeah. I don't think it was meant for them. Attitude Arrow was fucking bonkers, bro. Lots of blood, drugs, sex, rock and roll, like just, just, yeah, sexual energy, fucking a lot of, Frat boy coke energy was the 90s, you know what I mean? Mm, so that was the attitude era, is the 90s. Fuck yeah, dude, it's the fucking attitude era, bro. Fucking stone cold, I hate my boss, bro. Fucking stun my boss, dude. 
fucking straight up. Yo, I fucking think about it every night, bro. <laughs> fuck yeah, fuck my boss, dude. Fucking stunned him, bro. I had a dream last night, dude. I fucking stunned my boss, bro. Fucking three times, dude. Broke his fucking neck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's the mushrooms. I'm, I'm, I don't know what you just did, but all right. You just. <laughs> This is a weird episode, isn't it, folks? If this is your first episode, might be your last, or you might have just bought in right now. Like, what are these niggas going to do? <laughs> They're going to get kicked off the internet. That's what. No, we're not. <laughs> All right, calm. <laughs> you're, you're literally the antithesis of me, bro. <laughs> like, of all the fucking crazy, retarded rage I got, you're just like, you're nice and calm. Am I supposed to say the R word anymore? It's 2023. Don't censor me, nigga. I said retarded. Well, now I'm pushing it, aren't I? Now. <laughs> I don't like authority, bro. I get it. It's going to do me in. <laughs> you know what's funny is I said a thing. Then I'm the one that said that I can't say the thing. Then I got mad at myself. Then I, I'm like. Fuck the man, but I was the man to myself just there. Mm. I told myself I can't say a thing. Why can't I say a thing? I don't mean it in any mean way, yep. you know? Yep. I would never say that to anybody who's, like, disabled or, you know. Fuck, Retarded. digging a hole, <laughs> nigga. Oh, you j jumping in the hole now. All right. Welcome to the last episode of this podcast. <laughs> um... Yo, so to go back to Fanibus real quick, yeah. two juggernaut forces in my life fucking met. It's like when Hulk Hogan fought Ultimate Warrior. You have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. It's like when The Rock fought Stone Cold Steve. You have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. It's like when The Rock fought Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's... That happened in Toronto, by the way. That did happen. Really? That was like the, the biggest guy ever who like catapulted wrestling into stardom, Hulk Hogan, mm -hmm. versus like the greatest character to ever come out of it and the biggest guy at the time, The Rock. You know what I mean? And they fucking met in Toronto. Dude, you, it, we won't play the match now because YouTube will fucking rape us. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, calm down, Zeus, bro. What's with all the words today? Words hurt, I think. Some people, they don't hurt me. Um, <laughs> yo, I'm just digging, bro. This is this is the episode digging, digging. <laughs> that was mushrooms for sure. You felt that one? Yeah, for sure. Why the fuck would I move my mouth like that? <laughs> I bet you're glad that you didn't take any of those. I I think they were properly dosed, though. I don't feel high. They're definitely micro-dosed, but I feel them. Mm. I feel the force. I feel I am one with the force. I am one with the force and the force <laughs> with me. I am, I am one with the force and the force with me. <laughs> Some fucking goofy-ass Star Wars shit. By the way, fuck the Mandalorian, bro. I'm so... I'm gonna... You know what? I, I don't even want to get into it. But, you know, th that season ended and that show was bunk. Um, but, you know, back to Fanibus, <laughs> the comedy recap. They set up a wrestling ring. They tell me that I'm going to do a set in the in the ring. And you know what's awesome 
is I've told wrestling jokes before. I There's been three times in my comedy career so far that I've been booked to perform comedy in a wrestling ring all three times flopped. Every one of them. And then randomly it just presents itself to me and I was ready, bro. I was fucking ready. I already knew I was going to do the entrance and all that shit. So I like, they were still wrangling people in while I while I was about to start. So I purposely went in there and just like, I didn't really start. I almost played host a bit, you know what I mean? Because it was kind of a free form fucking comedy thing. I think um, there was actually supposed to be a com- comedy host, but he ended up having uh, to back out last, not last, whatever. That's fucking, that's extra shit. He wasn't there. So I'm like just working him until the shit starts. And I'm like, yo, fuck this, bro. As big of a fan as I am, and I immediately, bro, I did like when I got in the ring, I fulfilled everything, <laughs> every fantasy I wanted to th- that I've been thinking of as a kid, bro. I did my entrance. I walked through the middle rope. So like, I, I bro, like I, I, I fucking climb up. I climb up like a wrestler, bro, because I've been watching this shit. So it's like, I fucking, I just grabbed the the rope with one hand and I put my foot up and I, rah, I muscle my way up and then I grab the top rope and I just fucking go under. Like I swing, you do this little swing under. You don't fucking, you don't bitch out. You fuck could swing under you know what i'm saying so i swung under this bitch <laughs> so i swung under but then i kept half my body in and half my body and then i swung back out and then i just started giving flipping the whole crowd off i'm like fuck you fuck you i played the heel bro the whole time and then i go in the ring and then i i jump on the turnbuckle bro on the second turnbuckle because like yo the third one was really high up i'm like oh. <laughs> Like, yo, they do fucking flips off this shit. Holy shit. <laughs> so so then I start to wrangle the crowd in. And once everybody's like kind of wrangled in properly, I'm like, fuck this. I only get one shot at this. We're restarting this. I, I don't even know where the sound booth guy is, like the tech guy. I call him back to the tech. I'm like, play Eddie Guerrero's heel theme right now. We're restarting this whole bitch. <laughs> I take the microphone as wireless. So I run behind the ring. And then I duck, and then I do like the whole like uh, like announcer entrance and all that shit. But I told him to play Eddie Guerrero's theme because that's my guy. I, I told him to play the heel theme too. So what I was thinking was the guy was gonna play the WWF heel oh. theme, which is uh, uh, can you feel the heat? Dun, 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 dun. Like it's a, like a whole fucking. It's fun. It starts off with a little cell phone ring and shit. So I was waiting for that as a cue. Okay. Uh, but he played. The WCW, like OG, fucking very Spanish, <laughs> very Mexican entrance for uh, Eddie. And it was like, f- bro, it was so sick. I did like the whole fucking thing. I I, I, I did all that shit, bro. I slapped it. I, th- I flipped the whole crowd off. I got on the turnbuckle. I cut promos. Mike Rita, uh, my guy, bro. Salutes to Mike Rita, the Prince of Pot. Like, if, if you know anything about Canadian comedy, you've heard that name. And most likely you've seen him perform. Um, he's the guy, bro. Like he's been around as long as longer than I've been around. Um, accolades through the roof, and he's known as the Prince of Pot in Canada. So like, um, like weed humor is very much his space. And he played into it immediately, bro. Cause I, I played the heel, right? Yeah. So the crowd is kind of cheering me on because I'm playing a character or whatever, but he's he's like this, oh, he's booing me in the corner and shit. So I would go in and out of comedy, right? I would just, and then like I I I cut that. 
But like I did this whole bro, I have wrestling jokes that I never really get to tell because like when the fuck yeah. this is the time to tell every single one. I went into this whole long-winded thing about the Spanish announce table. If you know anything about wrestling history, the Spanish announce table, like the announcers, like at pay-per-view events, you the Spanish guys had their own table and they would always like give them a, a camera spot. Is like, but if you if you tune into the pay-per-view from like a Spanish-speaking country, you yeah. would get that feed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like every once in a while I would get cut into that feed. I'm like, I love that feed because it's like Spanish guys telling. It's like watching soccer. It, this is actually what I said to the crowd. Everybody here, like, there's people in the crowd that watch anime. It's like dub versus sub. Yeah, you know what I mean. And even though wrestling in the West, it's not really sub because you they have the English commentary. Yeah, hearing it in the other language is infinitely better. And I had this whole joke about how the fucking... Because they always smash the Spanish announce table. They never touch the American table, bro. But there will always be like a wrestling match where the fucking Spanish announce table gets obliterated, bro. Like obliterated. I had this whole joke. I'm like, I think they just did that because they knew Mexicans could rebuild that shit real quick. Like, just like... I, it was good wrestling humor, bro. Yeah. Solid wrestling humor. You know what I mean? Um, and then... So I do my whole set. I did like 20 minutes... I was on the turnbuckle, bro, for like three quarters of the whole set. <laughs> I was on the second rope. I said, fuck this, bro. I don't know how many times I'm going to get to do this. I'm a wrestler, bro. <laughs> and I had everybody like doing Eddie chance and chance for me and shit. <laughs> and, um, and then by like three quarters of the way through my set, my legs started shaking. <laughs> but nobody noticed it. But I'm like looking down at the rope and the rope is like this, like, ah, like wonky. So I started making fun of that. But, and then everybody notices. Um, so I'm starting to wind down my set and then I bring in Rita. Mike grabs one of the folding chairs from the audience because the whole audience was set up with folding chairs. Yeah. It was a wrestling show the night before. <laughs> so it's set up like 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 that. You know what I mean? He grabs one of the folding <laughs> chairs and he comes in the ring from the other side. And we didn't rehearse any of this or we didn't talk about none of this, bro. <laughs> and he fucking he does like a light tap. Yeah. But he hits me with the chair. <laughs> And like now we're in a match, bro. Like I, for me, I'm like this is my moment to shine, bro. Like, for I don't, I don't know what Rita's hoop dreams were growing up, but like this nigga just activated beast mode, bro. Like so he hits me with the chair, and I like I'm like oh I I go down I I sell the fuck out of it. He tries to get a pin one two I kick out and the crowd's now into it. Oh, so now like me and Rita are performers, bro. So like we don't even need to speak. Now we know it's like we gotta have a match. Yeah. So he starts beating me with the chair but like he's like light tapping me and, and i'm like whispering to him like hit me bro and he's like, so he does that a little hard obviously not crazy so he hits me harder i go down to the ground he's hitting me on the ground i'm on the ground and he's just hitting me over and over and then eventually uh i think i like i do like a little trip move or whatever get him down i start to pick myself up on the ropes <laughs> And then he brings the chair over again and he hits me with the chair on the roast. But now I'm doing the fucking ultimate warrior. <laughs> I'm hulking out on the roast. I'm picking myself up and shit. The crowd's like cheering for me and shit. I take the chair from him. I fucking smash him with the chair, bro. He goes down. Now I'm beating him with the chair. Then I, I, I jump on. I get on the second turnbuckle. And I do a Macho Man elbow drop from the second, no, the rope. I jumped off the rope because the turnbuckle was far away from where he was. And I'm like, I'm not a wrestler, bro. Um, like when you're in the ring and then you start to actually go up in space, I'm like, oh, I'm not on the mat. I'm up. It does look freaky, bro. It's like all the, even though it's not roller coaster height, it, your brain makes it like, yo, yeah. I'm on the fucking skyscraper right now. 
So I, I do the Macho Man elbow drop off the fucking second rope on this guy. Everybody's like, oh, and Rita, I, 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 I hit the pin on Rita. And he told me he was going to let me win. But, bro, this is where I, this is where I swear to you, bro, I swear to you, there was a moment there where in my brain I was like, I could have been a fucking wrestler. I swear, because this is what, because I know wrestling. Like, this is really in wrestling, but they, like, they do they do spots is what they're called okay. in the match. Mm -hmm. So if you're really good as if you're a really good wrestler, mm -hmm. you can call a match without really any preparation. So, but that requires two people. It's essentially like creating a dance on the spot yeah. with two different, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And so I, I called an audible. I'm like, kick out. I whispered to him. I'm like, kick out, which is what you would do on like, Cause you gotta call shit, but like it's gotta be hidden. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I whispered to him, "Kick out," and he kicks out. Oh! And then you got some people booing. So it's like you got people on both sides, bro. I let him have the win, bro. He, uh, I forget. Oh, what? This is what he did. So he started battling and shit. Then he gives me a DDT, and I'm like, "This is gonna be it, bro." Cause the D I took the DDT so good too, bro. He spikes me. My neck actually kind of hurts a little bit. <laughs> I think I got to take an Epsom salt bath. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so he gives me a DDT. And then I let him get the the pin, the one, two, three. And like, bro, we had so, this guy. When I tell you, I walked out of the ring like slightly out of breath. Rita was. <gasps> he starts like fucking making like cracking jokes on it. And then he stands on the turnbuckle. He's like, how the fuck did you just do this for 15 minutes? Somebody fucked that guy because he's got leg strength like crazy, bro. It was such a, it was like, and for me to get to do that with Mike Rita, like there's a lot of history between me and him, bro. Like I came in looking up to this fucking guy and like, we're really, we're really fucking equals in this bitch. Like I was like, we were even talking about her afterwards, man. It's like, um, you know, I just, I just know I'm not filled with ego. Like I'm being yeah. reminded from my peers, from from everything I'm setting up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like everybody was like, bro, what the fuck? Like, how did you fucking, cause there was some sort of like Disneyland magic that I create. I'm telling you, and this isn't some ego trip or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I really took a scenario where most comics would flop like, bro, like it's a sweaty situation what we walked into. Yeah. A wrestling ring in a dark room and everybody's kind of mingling at other booths and shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was like, yeah. Okay, but I just, bro, there's, I feel so supremely just whatever the situation. Mm -hmm. I'm not a comedian, nigga. I am comedy. So wherever I am, it will be a fucking thing. It will, like, and yeah, so just a lot of validation and then just a beautiful unification of like my childhood love of wrestling and then my adult love of comedy, mm. um, which is honestly still my childhood love. Like, they're both one and the same. Andy Kaufman, one of my five wrestlers, bro, he's like literally responsible for what the modern day heel or bad guy is. Like him and Jerry Lawler, a comedian bro, was involved in creating like the first nationally televised, like bad guy, good guy I didn't know uh, program. Yeah, man. Um, you know the movie Man on the Moon with Jim Carrey? Well, that is a biographical pick of Andy Kaufman. So Jim plays Andy Kaufman okay. in that. And they actually get Jerry Lawler. Like they run through that whole part of the, it was like an iconic TV moment too. They did the David Letterman tonight, like the late show with David Letterman. And then um, Andy Coppins said, fuck you on live TV to, to Jerry Lawler. And Jerry Lawler smacked the shit out of him. And it was all a work, but nobody yeah. knew at the yeah. time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like, even during the match that they had, because Andy Coffin, as a comedian, what he was doing at the time, he was going nationally and doing, like, late night talk shows and all this shit. And then he was challenging women 
to a wrestling match. And then he called himself the greatest wrestler in the world. And he was the intergender champion of the world. Like he just created all this shit, but he would only wrestle women, bro. You could, A, you could only do this as a comedian in the 80s. You know what I mean? In the 70s, 80s. You know what I mean? Um, but then Jerry Lawler, they created this whole, because wrestling was territorial at the time, which means like every state had its own. And it wasn't WWE is like across the whole world. It was like, okay, uh, Calgary, Alberta has their own stampede wrestling. Fucking, you know, and every like New York has its own. Cali has its own. Fucking the Midwest has their own and all this shit. So Jerry Lawler, Memphis was his territory. And they created this whole national, got like all this buzz. And um, yeah, Kaufman cut all these promos on like late, like, like on news programs. Oh, Jerry Lawler, you meant from Memphis, Tennessee, Memphis. You ain't too smart from Memphis. And they did this whole program. They have a match. Jerry, like it all huge climax because obviously Andy's a fucking comedian. He's been fighting women. Everybody <laughs> wants to see him get his ass whooped, bro. He's a comedian, like, but yeah, he's yeah. a comedian of chaos. He's an agent of chaos. Mm -hmm. If you look into Andy Kaufman's history, bro, mm -hmm. R.I.P., bro. I, I, lo I love, like, he is such a, an integral part of, like, my being, bro. Like, not even him, but, like, that energy. That, yeah. It's very much the same energy as me. That's why I, I relate to him. So he did this match. And this is back in the 70s, 80s, right? So they didn't have ambulances at uh, wrestling shows and shit. Whereas now, any sports thing at any arena, like by law, you have to have yeah. an ambulance. So they do this match. Andy gets his ass whooped. Jerry Lawler gives him a fucking pile driver, like a spike pile driver, spikes his head. To, and Andy sells the fuck out of it. He's just laying in the ring, won't move for like 20 minutes. And then he's telling the referee, he whispers to the referee, call an ambulance. <laughs> But like ambulances are like $300. They yeah. don't have that in the budget. That ref goes to Jerry Lawler. It's his promotion, right? He's like, Andy's trying to Andy's trying to get an ambulance. He's like, fuck that. We don't have the budget for that. Go and tell him, fuck that. Like, get out. Like, let's end this. He goes back to Andy. Andy's already in Hollywood at this time. He's yeah. on TV and all this shit. So he tells him, he tells the ref, I'll pay for it. Ref goes back to Jerry Lawler. He says, he'll pay for it. Jerry Lawler's like, all right, call the ambulance. And the ref, get, the ref does a signal to call the ambulance. Andy Kaufman spent his own money. He went to the hospital. He sold, like, he went to the hospital, laid in the hospital, pretending he was all broken up, his neck yeah. was broken, all that shit, for the press. Like, and this is his whole career. Yeah. To the point where when Andy Kaufman died, for years, up until literally just a few years ago, people uh, thought that he was still alive. Interesting. Like, they had this whole, yeah. it was like Tupac, Machiavelli, yeah, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he ran that whole promo, and that's when they... They did that whole national fucking, they went on the Tonight Show. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, yo, you broke my neck. I'm going to sue you in the fucking shit. And he just smacks the shit out of him on live TV. He's like, fuck you. And then he looks at David Letterman. He's like, I'm so sorry, but fuck you. You're an asshole. He's like, yo, it's, and I think it actually, because they just, you know, Time Magazine or whatever the fuck, one of these white sources of, of power. They're like, these are the top 100 moments of uh, TV history. And it made like the top 50 moments of TV history. Mm. Um, a comedian and wrestling, two worlds merged into one. And I grew up, at, like, to become a comedian. Initially, wanted to be a wrestler when I was a kid, and then before I even started comedy, wanted to get into MMA. But I was destined to be what I am and have the knowledge mm -hmm. of all that other shit. You, I'm so sorry I made you listen to all that wrestling stuff, bro. But That's you, hilarious. you, you. Do, you do. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, was, I was literally crying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so, like 
I'm I'm happy that you say that because that means I really related this like how I felt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like really childhood me that night. Yeah, yeah. I got to fulfill so much. To my neck hurts a little bit, bro. But I don't even care, bro. Because I'm like, yo, I got fucking no. I'm a, I'm a vet, bro. I can just imagine you. <laughs> like you're about to climb the third one. You're like, oh shit. Yo, I looked down, bro. And yo, it was scary as shit. It was scary as shit. And yo, before you leave today. Yeah, yeah. Shout outs to AEW, uh, the greatest wrestling promotion in the West, okay? WWE has the theatrics, they're Disneyland and all that shit. But if you want like good storyline, but good in-ring product, I'm done talking about wrestling in two seconds. <laughs> but AEW had the fucking Vikango versus um uh shit, Calypso. The two prodigy up and coming, like young Mexican wrestlers. Lucha Libres, both of them. Okay. They just had a fucking crazy match, bro. And when I, and I bring this up because I was afraid to even get on the third rope. Bro, what they just did yeah. from the third rope to the outside, not yeah, to the yeah. mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you jump from the third rope of a wrestling ring to the mat, that's like half the distance, yeah, right? Yeah, But if you jump like, like the whole distance to yeah, the floor, to which the floor. is concrete. Yeah. Bro, he did a flip and then the guy moved. So he did a, a complete flip onto the floor from the top. Like, I can't even imagine that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, shout out to that. Watch AEW Rampage for that match if, you, if you're interested in that. Um, let's get into the poll results. Let's do something that we normally do. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to the podcast or if you haven't seen before, uh, every Monday, which I might actually start integrating into the YouTube channel too, because the YouTube channel has polls. So we'll see if we get yeah. any traction. Maybe I'll add a I'll add a poll. Not this week because it's already too late for that. But maybe next episode, okay. I'll add a poll on the YouTube channel. But every Monday on my Instagram social media feed, aka Black Zeus, you can see it scrolling along the bottom of the screen every couple minutes. Aka Black Zeus Instagram every Monday, an interactive poll is launched. I leave it up for twenty four hours. Uh, everybody uh, that is interested and follows me interacts with it. You guys vote. And then every Wednesday, we discuss the results right here, like we're about to right now. Um, so this week's poll question was, do you still go to the movies regularly? Uh, the options were once every couple months, once a year, not since the shutdowns, obviously the Bovid, um, <laughs> and never been into it. <clears throat> Dante, what would, what would you uh, agree with here? I'm a once in a couple months. <clears throat> Have you always been this way? I dog. I was multiple times a day guy before the shutdowns. <laughs> I think okay, not multiple times a day, but I was in a theater minimum once a month. Yeah, but like yeah. usually two, three times. Like, and I would go like I would see the things. Weekend, yeah, you know? I would see the things that I wanted to. I would take my family out and all yeah. shit. You know, what I mean? saw but Godzilla four times in the same weekend. There's a few <laughs> movies I've seen. There's a few yo random movies <laughs> that I've had to see multiple times. Um, what was it? One of them was Trailer Park Boys. Okay. <laughs> uh, the the Legalize It movie. I, I watched that like with two different friends and once by myself. Um, Nice Guys. Random, but if you're into comedies, bro, this is like. It just blew my mind I, like that a movie like this could exist still in this day and age. It was such a throwback comedy. Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Um, Ryan Gosling, well, they're both like a private detective guys or whatever. And there's this whole thing in, in California 
there's porno mystery, you know what I mean? And someone gets murdered or something. Yeah, it's a murder mystery. But it's okay. like buddy cop movie. Okay. Like throwback Starsky Hutch type deal. But it was so well written, bro, and really well acted. And just I love comedy. So I saw that twice with the same person, I think, because mm -hmm. it was another comedian. And yeah. we just loved the movie so much. And then I ended up seeing it a third time. Uh, those are the ones that I can recall off the hop. I usually don't go see stuff multiple times. You do, though? Yeah. If I, because I like the whole experience. Like, I like watching things on a big screen. Bigger screen, screen yeah. So the more times I could do that, like, I'll pay. If, if, if I could watch something really loud, I'll do that. I still haven't seen John Wick 4, which makes me sad, because yeah. I want to see that in IMAX. Like, yeah. that's a movie, you, like, if you're going to watch it. I saw it, Interstellar in theaters. Never forget. You know what I'm saying? I watched that in IMAX. Yeah. I watched that. I ju you just reminded me I saw that in IMAX. I wish yeah, I could see I it multiple times. I though. don't really, yo, it's funny. I don't like retain these, but I keep my movie stubs. Like for, for up up until like a certain time. Mm. Um I remember one time there was a, a major power outage during the summer that lasted like four days. For, like way four or back five in the day. Way back yeah, in the yeah. mid two thousands. I, I remember. I remember so that I, specific power outage. I can tell you where I was when it started. <laughs> really? In the theater, going to see Jeepers Creepers 2. So I literally go in just as the, um, what's it called? The, the previews. The, no, just as oh, the, the previews end. And it goes into the movie. And then all the lights shut off. And for a second, I thought it was like a part of the movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't take in that every single light shut off. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it, it was like the beginning of the movie. And, and then, then the emergency lights come on. And yeah, exactly. Like and it's like, everybody get the fuck out. <laughs> refund, all this shit. Also... You won't have power for a few days. How how interesting though you went to go see Jeepers Creepers, Creepers. and then the lights turned off. What if they like never came back on? I wonder <laughs> if maybe I'd never gone to see that. Like to like maybe I brought some energy that met some other energy that destroyed the power. No, it was, no, it was, no, no, it was no, heat. No. It was <laughs> I, I remember where I was. I was at home, the lights went out, and then like all the kids in the neighborhood. We're all playing like this is this is like this why I remember it so much. We're just like play with the flashlights or like the lights are off. Da, yeah. da, da. Do you have candles? Da, da. You know, just running hilarious. back and forth down the streets. Oh, so fun. Um, yeah, I, I like I had siblings, but they were so much younger than me at the time that mm. I, I remember my friend during that time was the Game Boy Advance SP. The battery life on that <laughs> motherfucker, yo. The battery life on that, and then I would give it to my uh, to my mom to charge. Like, cause she would go like, I forget where she was going, but someone had power. Mm -hmm. So she would go and charge it for me and bring it back, bro. I just played like Pokemon for fucking four days straight, dog. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> the, um, but I do have a lot of memories of movie theaters. I spent yeah. a lot of time growing up going to the movie theaters. I yeah. like, it was a thing that I think is just dying. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Because it's an experience. You know what but I do, mean? But do people care anymore, bro? People don't even go outside anymore. What are you talking about? Like, Yeah, but the people who's that like to go to movies will go to movies. But how many of them exist compared how to... How many people go to wrestling, dog? <laughs> all right, wrestling. All right. You're making good points. You're making a strong case here. Well, So of these, you would say once every couple months? Yeah. You still do. What well, was the last movie you saw? I saw Creed 3. Okay, that was a couple months ago. Yeah. That was less than a couple months ago. Yeah. Last movie before that? Nope. That was more than a couple months before that. Yeah, once every couple of months. No, 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 no. I've only seen... Nope came out like... Last year. Yeah. Like, like in the summertime. And Creed just came out like last month. Yeah, but dog, there hasn't even been good enough movies. You know what I'm saying? 
All right, fair enough. <laughs> if there were sick movies, I would be there. You want to go see John Wick? I'm down to go see John I want to see it on IMAX. I feel like I waited too long. It's been a month. How long do movies stay in theaters now? We can check. Usually, like, usually like five weeks is the cutoff, no? Mm. Damn. I got, like, those movies are, like, visual extravaganzas, Damn. you know? And, I like, I like the action and all that shit. Uh, and I've enjoyed all three of them, surprisingly. I thought, like, this has to fucking fall apart <laughs> at some point. But they, you know, they keep it what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Basic, like the story plot is almost like side piece, bro. Yeah. Fuck the story. You're here. And even interestingly enough, like the first three movies, they each ta- I, I did f- the first three movies. <laughs> um, but the first one tackles story, the second one tackles action, and the third one tackles visuals. Mm. And and I think in the fourth one they're gonna like combine like not that they tackle it all, but like that's the primary focus for gotcha. each one. Yeah. So the first one was setting up the backstory, Baba Yaga, all that shit. Yeah. And creating the lore of, of John Wick. Yeah. But the action is what pushed it through. Mm-hmm. And so the second one, they doubled down on the action sequences and they fucking went bonkers with it. And then the third one, they went even more stylized with it. Like they finally showed you the pencil death. Yeah. Like he finally killed someone with a pen. A freak, a fucking pencil. pencil. <laughs> um, a fucking pencil. And that whole scene was like in a nightclub with all the fucking... I think that movie franchise heavily inspired uh, the new Hitman trilogy too, which is a video game uh trilogy it just like visually it it reminds me of like straight up but there hitman was hitman 3. movies Forget i'm talking the new reboot of the franchise okay. the video game franchise yeah. stylistically it reminds me very much of gotcha. john wick okay so i think they borrowed a lot of the concepts or like even just visual flair because like hitman 3 had this whole level in a nightclub and it looked oh, like john wick oh like it was yeah yeah it just looked <clears throat> heavily inspired it was by the john circle wick. club some water yeah they went to the circle club oh um so yeah let's get to the people's results this is what the people had to say to do you still go to the movies regularly uh 42 percent once every couple of months 23 percent once a year 13 percent not since shutdowns and 23 percent never into it so first place uh once every couple months tied for second once a year and never into it i don't i don't know how you can never have been into movies but i uh I know people like that. I, I I actually I have friends that never gave a fuck about going to the theater. Really? Yeah, straight up. I don't get it, but like I I know yeah. multiple people like that. I, I still don't get it. I love like I don't know. I love cinema, but at the same time, maybe now I'm realizing like I'm falling out of it. Like for sure. I think when I what I really started to notice was video games. Mm. Bro, when I tell you how much I was like I was my niggas still call me like nerd for this shit. Like, I love video games growing up, bro. Yeah. And maybe it's the creativity just being zapped out of the entertainment industry. Or or not even that it's zapped out of it. There's just not getting funding. It's not incentivized. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it started with video games, and then it just kind of slowly seeped into everything else. I'm surprised that I, I I had to, like, re-inspire myself sonically, you know what I mean? I had to go and just reach out and find new sounds and shit just to stay inspired musically, because even the... Like, I feel like growing up, you could l- turn on the radio and hear shit that you'd be very into, you know what I mean? But, yeah. like, now I can't, like, anything it's on the radio. It's hard to find stuff that you're into. I'm so out of that frequency that I turn on all this poppy horse shit. It's like... Yeah. I never turn that I don't even want to name names, but everybody knows. Just turn on the radio. You know all the top... It's the top hits. It's the top artists. They must be the fucking greatest musicians of all time. Nigga, music is such a spiritual thing that you listen to some bonk-ass horse shit. Um, but, yeah, we don't need to take it there. Uh, let's take it to Dante's Inferno. How about but that? It, 
another <laughs> segment that we have started here on the podcast. Dante, once a week, will bring something wacky, philosophical, interesting, uh, funny from the world uh, around us. Bring it to the podcast. We will discuss it and, you know, make fun or discuss. I said discuss three times. But, you know, Dante, what you got this week? All right. Let me just get it loaded up. <clears throat> Is the volume up? Uh, oh, you need to turn the volume up? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's up. All right. All right. Do you, any setup for this or? No, this is just a short clip. All right. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Yo! Oh, Ouch. no! My nuts, nigga. Oh, my God. Yo, I see Ouch. so much of myself in this scenario. <laughs> just mute it and keep it, keep it on loop for me. I see so much of myself in this scenario because this is something that me and my friends would have done 100%. And you know they're drunk. <laughs> Look how far You he know goes. those guys are drunk. Yo, first of all, like you, it's going haywire because there's already one guy that... You just, get, you just get the first guy flying off screen. This nigga's nuts are in another dimension right now, bro. Oh, my God, bro. And that's pure steel that he <laughs> ramrodded into. You know what's hilarious <laughs> is these two other ones are they're geniuses. Just, they're they're masterminds. Yeah, they're, they're pieces they're... of shit. Why did he let go? Oh, he probably did. Yeah, <laughs> he he yeah it's metal, bro. Oh my god, bro, that hurts. I'm, I'm gonna be more careful when I always walk onto a jungle gym or or like it's random summer nights, right? Yeah. You just be walking out. It's hot. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll be high as shit, whatever, with friends or whatever. You just see a park and you just randomly start fucking around with it. Mm -hmm. This will make me think twice. <laughs> you know what, though? We don't really have a lot of those in Canada. No, because we have safety laws here. So is that, yeah, you think? 100. Dude, you can't, it's illegal to have a trampoline without a net around it. Yeah. <laughs> That's only recently, though. No. <laughs> You're the best. You're the, be you're the best. <laughs> People call the cops no. on us. People no. call the cops on us, bro. Yep. All right. We don't need to talk about Karens right now. But uh, wait, are you sure it's not a recent thing? I grew no. up without fucking nets around. But that's what I'm saying. I'm an old man though, so yeah, now I'm yeah, I'm becoming yeah, old now. So, old. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. This is a more recent thing. Go fuck yourself. No, Just... uh, recent. Okay, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> You're old, I'm old. <laughs> oh, so, shit. This was like mid-2000s. So like 2005 to like 2008. Yeah. Like that's when they started doing all these safety laws. You can't build parks a certain way. All uh, monkey bars bro. have to be a certain height. Whack, Because have you seen, do you remember early jungle gyms? Where yeah, bro, it was lawless, bro. <laughs> exactly. And everything was made of like the most <laughs> slippery metal, bro. Like all the slides were fucking aluminum. Like, Those are the best. Like, and I'm pretty sure like They're a city worker down. came by at night and like oiled them up and shit. <laughs> Dude, I remember there was this one slide that was literally like from the 50s because it was right next to a power line. This is so a metal slide. A metal slide next to a power line. Oh my God. So as soon as you sit on it, zzz, like all your hair just. No, no but it, it was so high up, right? And then you would just go, and there, there was nothing to catch you at the end. So you just go, just fly onto the concrete. Yes, man. That's a, yo. That's that's how we grew up. <sighs> grew up um, with these guys. <laughs> yeah, literally though. That's like that. I see this, and I see myself in them. Ouch! Oh. Ouch! Yo, I love that you're like. I Ouch! Oh, uh, you got anything else? 
Yeah, I have something else. All right, yeah, all right. You're cooking <laughs> up something. You cooking up something. I like these. I like these. <laughs> Bringing the funny vibes back to the podcast. <laughs> I become such a curmudgeon. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to be a meme podcast. I'm above memes. Ah, yes. As I have my pinky in the air. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I already know this clip. Oh, wait, we might not be able to play this because the fucking audio. That's okay. It's yeah. not that long of a clip. All right. I, I think we'll be all right, though. I don't know if I smash anything. <laughs> you know what I smash? Poor what? Ernie Johnson. Tricks. Tricks. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, look at, look at Chuck's face. <laughs> my, problem, yo, my problem is, yo, you know how often that happens on the show? I have yo, I've been so out of loop on the NBA season this year. Like I just Damn. saw Draymond. Did you see Draymond stomp? I forget who he stomped. He literally fucking st- no. like bro, some of the funniest fucking memes I've ever seen. There's like all these WWE memes. Cause there's a bunch of wrestlers that have stomps as yeah. their finishers and okay. shit. Yeah. So it's like if you look at the footage, bro, like pull that up for me real quick. The Draymond stomp. Uh and like yeah, if you find the memes of that shit on YouTube real quick, bro, like Draymond is a menace, man. <laughs> Draymond is a menace, and he knows it, and he doesn't give a fuck. Uh, I don't know what happened if he got fined. Like, I don't even think he got thrown out of the game for that. But this nigga straight up stomped. Like, <laughs> oh, wait, you're gonna have to wait, wait, wait. That, yeah, yeah. You already know. I ain't trying to have fucking YouTube breathing down my neck. Look at this nigga. He jumped off of him, bro. He jumped off him. The disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect. He gets pulled back. So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. I hate that that guy overplayed it, though. But it is sports. So what else are you supposed to do? My leg my leg got grabbed. Second time in two nights. Referees just watch it. I got to land my foot somewhere. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not the most flexible guy. Yo, so you didn't really. Yeah, I, I can only step so far. Draymond is a G, bro. Draymond is a G. That nigga stomped on him deliberately. And he's like, yo, man, my legs are only so long. I, I can I can only step where I step. <laughs> um, but yeah, some of the wrestling memes have been phenomenal. I'll show you them afterwards. It's not really that big a deal. You got any more uh, Dante's Inferno clips? That's it for this That's week. That's it for this week. You want to do... Um, I'm not a boxing fan. Ladies and gentlemen, this is pretty much it for the podcast outside of sports talk, okay? I like to give you guys fair warning because not everybody is into sports talk. So if this is it for you, I love you. Thank you for being here. This has been Black Suits Podcast, Season 4, Episode 11. If you want to hear Dante, who is the ultimate in fucking uh, combat sports analysis and recap and replay, um, he's going to break down the Garcia uh, versus Tank fight yeah. uh, right now. That just happened on the weekend. I'm not really a bo- I don't know the boxing world that well. He knows it much better than I, so I will I will defer to him right now. Please recap what happened this this weekend. So we had who did we have fighting it? So we had Gervonta Davis versus Ryan Garcia. Okay. Um, I don't really know what weight Backstory class this was, but uh, it was one thirty six. Yeah, something like that. Hundred hundred thirty six pounds, which is a weird weight class to me, but whatever. It's boxing; they have the weirdest fucking. No, it's actually MMA that has the weird weight classes. Cause... Wait, really? Well, because boxing came first, so it's like although right, we fair. we. Actually, use rational numbers like MMA. Yeah, yeah. We do ten pounds. But exactly. Yeah, like one thirty-six. They have more weight classes for more belts. Anyways, <laughs> so I don't even know. And Tank is a is a 
champion, right? Yes. He, what Tank belt? is a champion. Uh, one thirty-six. Yep. Is there like do the belts have names? Or is like what's the class? Well, so uh, this is the it's like bantamweight, welterweight type deal. Like yeah, they just so create well, their own. Yeah, so they have like the weight classes, but then yeah. it's different in from UFC where UFC has one belt for the weight class. Yeah. Boxing has so many different promotions that they have like three, five belts a weight class. Interesting. Okay. Right. So yeah, you can be young, but, but you can hold multiple. But you of can, the same weight class, you can hold multiple yeah, belts can, in the same weight class for different promotions. Yes. That's where I'm like, yeah. yo, MMA needs to fucking yeah. kick down the doors on this bitch. Because yeah. are you really the best? Are you really the best in the world? Exactly. But to be fair, I then agree. you have other organizations that have like juicing problems and shit. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, yeah. So <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we had this fight, and I, me personally, I don't. Aside from knowing that it was gonna make a lot of money, yeah, it wasn't a fight that really should have been made because the outcome, in my eyes, was inevitable. So one sided. So one sided because <clears throat> uh, Gervonta, st- street dude, like you got to start there, bro. So he's that, a tank. He's literally a tank. He's literally a tank, but like st- from Baltimore, so that's like. You know. He's got a fortified mind. Nothing's going to break him mentally. And then he trains with Floyd Money Mayweather. Yeah, that's when I when I saw Floyd in his corner. But uh, who's a De La Hoya in the other corner? Yeah. Okay. But but he's, he's just a Floyd. promoter too. Yeah, exactly. And he's just a promoter. He's not training with him. Exactly. Whereas Floyd still trains, bro. Yeah. He's still, yeah, and he's at yeah. He's yeah. still there. He just had a match. <laughs> exactly. Like I can't believe this nigga's still doing like unsanctioned like Saudi matches and <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> you make that paper, bro. Make yeah, that paper. of course. But um. So I already knew it was going to be a skill mismatch, right? Interesting. Okay. Because Ryan Garcia, yeah, he no offense, he's a good boxer, he's quick, but he's more popular than he is good he's at. He's a boxing. TikToker. They kept bringing that up too. My homie was saying that who exactly. I watched the fight with. They're like, "Oh, this guy's a social media guy." I'm like, "But he's got to be like this is Showtime. This isn't fucking." I, yeah. So he's he's a he's a dick, boxer, but he's more famous. Yeah. For being. And Online. I know he's got a lot of hype behind him. People saying he's the next De La Hoya just because De La Hoya is his fucking promoter. Yeah, but they. I'm like, I never buy into that shit. Well, they say that about oh, Tank is supposed to be the next, the next Floyd. They they have to say these things because because it makes yeah it sells it makes money. But oh, another thing, bro. Mm-hmm. Boxing makes me so sick. Like I I thought MMA was bad with the fucking promotional bullshit. Every thirty seconds, it's a ten minute promo on boxing. <laughs> And then it's like, and it's like three old white dudes talking, talking. about hit in the past, and this match is a mismatch, and tonight is gonna be. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot. Anyways, yeah, but like it more so than I, I'm used like I. Well, because can... we also don't really watch. But I'm just like numb to it at this point. You know, that's what I... a lot though. People really want all that analysis and shit, eh? Some people can't do. they book more matches for the night so there's less fucking talking. Like no, because this is. You don't understand how much money's involved. In I know, boxing. and it's old time money that's too, right? Like they got was, old money. Yeah, they, it's old money. That's <laughs> what everybody always says. Is like they got they go back to mob money. Like that's before how, they, they invented the mob. Like the mob was invented for boxing. Or yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Boxing was probably invented through mob through mob ties. <laughs> Either way, Ryan Garcia is not on that same level. Skill wise, nowhere n- near it. Like not even skill wise, but like doesn't have ability. The, doesn't have the IQ. Right. Ooh, okay. Like he doesn't have the actual like whereabouts. And he the... was the underdog though, no? On the, he was. On the money? On the money he was. side? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he was the underdog, which he should have been. He should have been. This is the thing. 
because it's boxing, they're not going to make him the plus 1,000 yeah. that they do for <laughs> MMA. But he, that's what he should have been. Like, you you ever watch, like, a Shevchenko fight and then her opponent's, like, minus, like, yeah. 3,000? Shevchenko's, 3, like, plus 12, 1,200. No, no, no. The 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 underdog is or always minus, plus 1,200 Yeah, or something whatever. like that. Yeah, I always notice it's a crazy high. Like in the- Yeah, Garcia should have been plus 6,000, bro. Like, oh, the fight should not have been made aside from the fact that there's going to be money involved, right? So that was the first thing. And then I felt that Garcia, once again, I'm not disrespecting his boxing ability or whatever, but I don't think he's really been tested. Yeah. Like he hasn't, he got dropped his last fight, which you probably saw that he showed that like, yeah. oh, he got started down for the first time, but he hasn't been like, he never had to like pull like, <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? He never had yeah. to like dig deep, go 12 rounds, like eyes broken, hand broken. He never had to like go through that, right? And I didn't think that he would be able to have that mental fortitude if it came to to push through that. Yeah. Which is why which I Which he didn't. Which is why Well, I actually know his body broke down, I guess. But this is what I was going to say. This is why I picked him to lose by body shot because if he was just if his whole being was tougher, he would have been able to survive that. But he's not tough yet. Yeah. Right? Whereas Tank, he could probably take those shots more than Ryan can. Literally you know what from I'm Baltimore, bro. He's probably been taking those shots in the street. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I, I picked body shot because Ryan Garcia is not tough enough yet. And he would leave himself open because he doesn't have the IQ, right? Yeah. And Tank has the IQ to set him up for the body shot because remember, he sat him down with- Which he did, bro. He worked he worked him like that whole fight to the point where he just had to tap him on the side, bro, and like 30 seconds like that delay. That's always when you bro, that pain try- I always he was trying to fight he it, was but trying he to couldn't. fight through it, bro. He could he not. Was, yeah, bro, that he pain. He never had to fight. That's what I was that's saying. That's hard to watch a person because that's like real suffering like. Yeah. Ah, have you ever seen? Because sometimes they go on the ground. They're like, yeah, it happened in MMA recently. Someone just took a fucking body shot. Yeah, uh, Jared Gordon, my guy, bro, <laughs> the guy from Toronto. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he took it to the body. Yeah, it was from Toronto too. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Um, but you know what? Next time you're gonna have to do pre-game analysis. Yeah, because it's you know people are oh, saying, after- oh, it's easier for you to speak afterwards. Yeah. But we're gonna have to make sure we line up the next episode before a, a major event. Well, you know, for what? you to give your predictions. Let's do it right now. Let's pull up. No, let's not do it right now. I want to end this shit. I want to get the fuck out of here. Wait, when's the next event? We got time, no? No, because next week is Saturday for MMA. Yeah, but no, that's a fight night. Is it? Yeah. Are we already on to another pay per view? Yeah, that's just a fight night. Okay, I'm not. I'm just gonna cover the main. Okay, we could. Yeah, we'll, I didn't we'll even. Save it. We'll save. That. I didn't even watch uh, Blade because I know he fought on Saturday. Yeah, I didn't even watch that yet. Maybe we'll watch that after. Okay. Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Black Suits the podcast, season four, episode eleven. Um, thank you for being here. You know, very nice, well-rounded episode. You got a lot of laughs. You got some fight talk at the end there. Um, I'm very happy with this. You know, I got to tell my wrestling. A wrestling story. What a good time. I hope you enjoyed yourself. 
We are back every Wednesday on all streaming platforms and right here on YouTube. If you like what you see, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell. We are releasing multiple videos a week now, so the, the YouTube channel is running smoothly. You know what I mean? There will be even newer content coming slower, like not, not slower, but shortly down the line um, outside of like the comedy clips and the extra bonus clips and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, every, every subscriber, every like, all that, all, every comment was much appreciated, much love. Thank you all for being a part of this ride. I am AKA Black Zeus on all social media. Dante, where can the people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at person1prod, P-E-R-S-O-N, the number one, and then P-R-O-D. All right. Um, boy. We'll get a graphic for you. We're going to have to get a graphic for you at some point. Uh, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the podcast. We will be back next week for you. Peace, peace. Thank <laughs> you.